0: Around Comics, episode 75.
1: This is Around Comics, a roundtable discussing topics in and around the world of comics. I'm your host, Christopher Neisman, and I'm joined, as always, by my partner in crime and the co-host of the show, Mr. Brian Salazar. Hello. And next is our other co-host, Mr. Tom Caters.
2: Uh, my mind is trapped in a multiverse of ideas. 52. 52, 52 dude.
1: Hey, it's <laughs> and it's Monday, which means we have our Around Comics Monday regular. You know him as the host of Word Balloon.
2: He is our good buddy, Mr. John Suntris.
3: Hello! <laughs> That's my Joan Rivers for you. Hello, I'm all red carpeted out from the Grammys last week.
2: I've seen uh, Joan Rivers uh, do a stand-up thing recently, and she was actually surprisingly funny.
3: Well, I mean, her. she's a pro's pro. Come on, She man. was, you know, yeah. at for one you time. You kind of forget yeah, for that. Yeah, for a long
2: time. You yeah, you do, that. because yeah. Yeah.
0: she's done this red carpet crap with yeah. Well, and not
3: recognize people like, um, what's-his-face from uh, Sarah, Will Ferrell. Yeah.
0: She you didn't recognize Will Ferrell? Just
3: two years ago, quick story, yes. She's interviewing uh, Mike Nichols, great director and great comedic genius, as Cater's yeah. knows. Uh, and Will Ferrell Second doesn't City realize alone. that she's being, that... Uh, Joan Rivers is interviewing Mike Nichols and sees Mike Nichols and says, Hey, I just wanted to tell you, I'm a huge fan of yours. And Mike Nichols is like, Oh, hey, thanks a lot. And starts shaking his hand. And she's like, ah, Excuse me. I'm doing an interview. I don't know who the hell you are. And she was serious. <laughs> yeah. And Farrell's eyes light up. Yeah. Nichols' eyes light up. And he's like, You're absolutely right, Ms. Rivers. I'm terribly sorry. Mr. Nichols. It was really funny. Your, your yeah. car is ready. Yeah, he
2: completely happened. understood exactly what happened and almost immediately. Awesome. Exactly. So
3: you you guys know exactly what's going on. They're laughing their asses off.
0: Anyway, that's Mike. hilarious. <laughs> Very funny. Oh, God. I just can't stand to look at her because she's had so much work Joker. done. It's just yeah, it's just
1: like, yeah. It's, they shouldn't have had uh, what Heath Ledger. It should have been Joan Rivers for the yeah, next Batman kidding.
2: movie. All right, uh, folks. She's crying right now. Listen to the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah Joan right. Rivers. Damn you, Katis. Damn. All I right, you, folks. I
1: want to let everyone know that this episode of Around Comics is brought to you by <clears throat> Borders.
0: Borders is your source for the best original graphic novels, manga, deluxe hardcovers, and trade paperback collections. Not only will you find exactly what you are looking for, you'll discover unexpected new authors and series. While you're at Borders, don't forget to check out their huge selection of music, movies, and magazines. Borders isn't just a bookstore, it has everything you need for your comics culture lifestyle. Google Borders for a valuable coupon and always remember to check Borders first. To find a store near you, go to www.borderstores.com. Got it. Thank you, the fine folks at Borders. All right, guys.
1: It's Monday, but at the end of the week, we're going to be heading off to Gotham. That's right. It's uh, the New York Comic Con coming up here. The 23rd through the 25th at the Jacob K. Javits Center in New York. While we're there, we're going to be working with the Hero Initiative uh, to raise some money. And if you don't know who the Hero Initiative is, you certainly should. They help create a financial safety net for yesterday's creators who may need emergency medical aid, financial support for essentials of life, and an avenue back into paying work. It's a chance for all of us to give back something to the people who have given us so much enjoyment. For more information, please visit www.heroinitiative.org or call 310-909-7809. We'll be taking donations all weekend long at our table. We have a few people that have agreed to help us out. Sal, who is going to be there with us?
0: Well, uh, first of all, you'll get the chance to meet uh, Steve Bryant, the artist and co-creator of Athena Voltaire, the uh, author of The Other Side and Scalp, Jason Aaron, the artist of The Other Side, Cameron Stewart, uh, the artist of The All-New Adam, and our good friend Mike Norton, uh, Sean McKeever, co-creator of Gravity and uh, now exclusive writer for DC Comics, legendary creator Gene Colan, and by special arrangement from Vanguard Productions, Carmine Infantino. And just announced... I just got off the phone with someone. You did? Who? Greg Rucka. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, Greg has been kind enough to uh, to join us uh, at the New York Comic Con on Friday night. We're going to kick off the show from 4 to 4.45. He's going to be at our table in the podcast arena and uh, signing autographs and asking Along with us for donations to the Hero Initiative, Mm -hmm. and also at the Hero Initiative, we're going to have all sorts of art and signed memorabilia to to sell, and all uh, the proceeds from that will be going straight to the Hero Initiative. And and who knows what else is going to happen? I don't
1: know. We've got we've got stuff from Steve Rude. Could be anything. Chris Somney. (laughs) uh, Ryan Stegman. You
2: could get stabbed by Stan (laughs) Lee. That could happen. (laughs) For for the
1: for the right donation, (laughs) we can make that happen.
0: Right but we, we've had a bunch of a bunch of great stuff donated to us uh, from people like Steve Rude, Chris Somney, Ryan Stegman, Mike Norton, Tim Seeley, Scotty Young, Steve Bryant, Greg Titus, Pat Loika, Scott Johnson, uh, Mark from Dark Tower Comics has given us a bunch of stuff. We have a ton of stuff. Really cool art and sign stuff and and books and all sorts of great stuff. So come check us out and and buy something and, and you can and donate to Hero. and have yeah well, it's going to be a great point, con,
1: yeah, so. Really looking forward to it. Uh, speaking of Mark and Dark Tower, want to let everyone know that Around Comics is recorded every Friday at seven o'clock at Dark Tower Comics and Collectibles. It's located at forty eight thirty five Northwestern Avenue in Chicago. Except There's this
3: Friday, we should point out. Yes, we will yes. not be yes.
1: this Friday. We will not be, be here. drunk in in New time. York. York. Square somewhere. Yeah. I'll on be a pla- on a subway
3: platform. With asses <laughs> up. <laughs> <laughs> That's down, the ass plan. Ass. Just like Kyle McLaughlin. Hose down.
0: Pimp. What? Oh, I don't know but you can still can, but so you can,
3: can still down. come to
0: Dark Tower
1: and talk well, to Mark. Well, certainly you can come to Dark Mark's Tower. Mark's gonna be in New York. Mark's oh, New York. oh no, Mark! Yeah. Well, be in who's there. gonna be here? I'm
2: who's watching right the, the shop. Oh, yeah. so you can come yeah. in. John Sundress is. John will come. Yeah. John, John <laughs> can't come. To
3: I'm, I'm like the Maytag repairman. I'm always here. You're gonna have a
2: microphone plugged into nothing.
3: Exactly. Is that on? Comics? What do you
2: think? We're not recording.
0: But we just tell John, "Mommy, the strange man talking."
2: Jack Gardner, stop arguing. Let's get back to the. (laughs)
3: Next topic. Jack and Gardner. Which is Jack? Jack... Jack, uh, But normally, Around
0: Comics is recorded every Friday night at 7 o'clock at Dark Tower Comics and Collectibles located at 4835 Northwestern Avenue in Chicago. If you're in the area, please drop by. We would love to meet you. When you're here, remember to ask about Dark Tower's pull list membership. It's one of the best you'll find anywhere. Dark Tower has a great selection of mainstream comics, indie comics, trades, as well as statues, action figures, and more. Come to Dark Tower for all your comics and Collectible needs. He'll drop a bomb on you,
3: baby. The Gap Band. So I'm suggesting <laughs> either Jack Knight or Jack Jordan. Idiots would be talking Jack about. about.
2: We're on our own vibe right <laughs> now. He
3: will drop a bomb <laughs> on you. I know what song
2: he was oh, good doing. Good
3: God! I'm a child
0: of the 80s. Well, so. I, I hate you two guys together like this because it's <laughs> always. Stuff I don't know what
3: you're talking NFL about and I LARPin. feel so insecure. Was our LARPin? subject NFL, last LARPin,
1: week.
0: Yeah, LARPing, great.
3: Much to the delight of Steve
1: Bryant. Steve, Steve Bryant, yeah, Steve Bryant sent me an email about the LARPing. Yes, yeah. yeah, so yeah, I did. That was very nice. We all know
2: James Lofton is the biggest LARPer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> James Lofton? Yeah.
3: Just
2: everyone knows it's a character trait of an elf. Does everyone know what <laughs> LARPing is out there? Live action role-playing. Uh, it's
3: yeah. my favorite anagram of geekdom. LARP. I have to, I have to LARP. say, LARPing.
2: I
0: did not know what that was until last week. <laughs> I had no idea LARPing. what LARPing was. Uh, So you were running the home store?
1: to get to Wikipedia just like me?
0: No, well, I, oh. <laughs> they talked about it enough that I understood it, but I didn't know
2: beforehand. What, you know, we're like I'd, Jeff Johns. We give you just enough to work on. Well, thank you. I appreciate what it. Not <laughs> dumbing, exactly. not yeah, exactly. not you dumbing know, down like your exactly. comments for we'll, an uh, idiot
0: like up. me. All,
1: All right. right, folks. Um, this is one of our uh, news and reviews episodes. So that uh, that <laughs> that means it is time for wire to wire comic. Wire to wire comic book news. All right, guys. Uh, right from the top here. Uh, Rich Kozlowski's Three Geeks is going to be hitting the the big screen. So all the uh, Kozlowski fans out there, I was a big fan of his uh, graphic novel The King. So, yeah.
0: Three Fingers, mm-hmm. which is really good stuff. And I haven't read The, the Three Geeks yet, but, uh, but I was reading a little bit about it, and, and it looks like an interesting premise it for an independent like, film. It feels like we should all be behind it. I think so. Rich is a really nice guy and he gives free sausage away with his comic books. Really? Yeah, like a little packet and What's it has up a sausage, like a breakfast sausage. Like summer sausage. <laughs> <laughs> no, a it's Wisconsin like Wisconsin
2: guy perk up <laughs> <right? Is> it <laughs> sausage. <laughs> <laughs> it's a summer it's sausage. It's like a
0: summer sausage that uh, his dad makes you know, well, He's oh, from Wisconsin. That's fucking
2: awesome because uh, Oh man, my summers were all about sausage. It's He's a Wisconsin sausage.
0: guy and and his dad uh, makes sausage, and Rich, he, he has, like, on his you. little mini-comics, he puts a little plastic envelope, and, and little he's got a little, of ten, summer little summer slice of summer sausage. <laughs> summer sausage is
2: delicious. You know, it unlike the, the
3: superhero movies, uh, I have to say, I think the uh, movies that are based on indie comics are close to Batman 1,000. Ghost World was excellent. Yeah, they're good. Art School Confidential, I enjoyed oh, well, that, is, that's not comic. based
0: on a comic, though, is well,
3: it? Well, but it's enough of... Yeah, you know, kind it's, of it's clo- it is close. to Road to Perdition. Perdition was great. Fantastic. Um, so Howard uh, the, History S- how the Duck. Spider-Man. History
0: of Violence. Wow. Spider-Man. Howard the how Duck. No more uh, uh, Sin City. And man. now 300, <laughs> which I heard 300 <laughs> just got, like, standing ovation in Europe or something for when
2: it screaming. <laughs> st- they stood I st- up when they booed. <laughs> well, I,
0: I, I still love uh,
1: how Jerry Duggan uh, described 300. As that movie is going to be
0: beaches for dudes.
2: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. no kidding. Absolutely. Uh, Ass kicking and, you know. (laughs) It's got. um, Monsters and uh, blood. What's the guy from. um, Children's. Gerard something? Clive uh, Owen? Clive Owen's in it, yeah.
3: Clive Owen Owen is in the movie? The director? I don't think so. Or the writer?
2: I think he is. Clive Owen's
3: the actor. He's, yeah. uh, he's the guy that was uh, Dwight in uh, Sin
2: City. I'm almost 100% no, sure. no,
0: that's not Clive Owen. It's a different British guy that's that's play. It's Gerard yeah. something. Yeah, isn't I mean, it? going say, I don't think he All was right. in 300.
2: I, I, if you Google Clive Owen in 300, you might oh, get Oh, maybe something. he is. Right. Look it up, somebody. I'm just telling you. <laughs> but anyway, going back and to three geeks. geeks. <laughs> yeah, um, and then when uh, you're done watching 300... It's a, it's it's no, a,
3: a, You know, really, in the weeks ahead, I assume that we'll be talking about the various movies.
1: Then. Oh, 300 and Ghost Rider. Oh, right, sure. It, Ghost Rider. I, I wanted to go see right? Ghost Rider tonight, but Cage Tom, is was, too Tom wasn't into it. Mm-hmm. I look like Nicolas Cage, according to my girlfriend. I'll go to if you want to go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, I can't uh, to action figure fans and fans of uh, Marvel Zombies, rejoice. We got some Marvel Zombie action figures coming out.
0: Yeah, these are pretty cool looking. They're doing the, uh, the Spider Man and. <laughs> Um. Looks like
1: the actual like the 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 poseable action figures to get really. Why well, aren't they doing like two the different points things? Of articulation. Uh yeah, the the ones with points 5, of articulation. They're points. gonna be like twenty bucks. Uh, from what I saw it, but Can then the
3: zombie Spider-Man pick his own ass that has been chewed away from other zombies eating it. Uh,
0: not sure on that
2: uh, one. He has yeah, a removable maybe. leg. I'm not well, sure. Well, they're also <laughs> doing a
0: statue based on the uh, the the Spider-Man Mary Jane, uh, wedding. Rip off that they did for Marvel Zombies number five. No, it's not a rip off. It's well, an homage. A, whatever it is, it, it's uh, <laughs> a rip off. And that looks really cool, the statue. But I'm not really. Into I love soydom's covers on that.
3: Oh sure. Oh my God, they're amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: fantastic. No, they're Well, he just did the, young ghost, young the ghost. The Ghost Rider. I'm gonna wait for the. Uh, I'm gonna wait for the sixth edition of the action figures. Yeah. The 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 eighth <laughs> the reprinting the of, the A3 A3 printing of the action figures. Great. Did you guys see the fact that uh, Marvel Zombies is like the second number two selling graphic novel. Behind Aliens and Cowboys? No. No. no like no. last month. Yeah, I mean that's that's to me, this book has got legs that's just amazing. Well, is about... it is it gonna be an Evergreen book though? Uh, I doubt
1: it. I, well, I mean, are we, we oh, going to
3: It's the Frampton Comes Alive. Yeah, of everyone. I really, can, I really hey, do. I think 20 would, years from now, you guys exactly are going to have to get them for a buck. Well, you know, no, I
1: mean, well, seriously, it was, in, it, in in three, four years, are we going to look at book scan numbers and say, wow, there's Marvel Zombies still at number, you know, 50? I, I, I,
0: maybe, but I don't know. I mean, it was such a uh, great I sort of you know. perfect storm kind of thing because, right. I mean, the series came out, it sold out really well. They didn't print a ton of them. Mm hmm. They did some reprints, but they didn't even do that many reprints of it. But, but they then, had
2: to keep reprinting. Yeah, yeah and, but
0: then the hardcover comes out at an amazing price point, and it was like you know the thing just you know mm-hmm. couldn't you couldn't go wrong with it. It, it. it had built up a ton of buzz by the time that hardcover came out, and nobody could get the original issues anymore because they were skyrocketing in price. And you come out with a hardcover that was what was it 19, nineteen yeah, twenty? It was twenty bu- bucks. And sure right I, now, just th- yeah, I just I yeah, just think it was, 19, it was sort 19, of yeah. like a combination of the right yeah. time, the right price, the right you Plus know. Plus
3: having Kirk, I mean, it was Kirkman doing zombies in the midst of Walking Dead, everyone's excited, uh, so items uh, covers were incredibly inv- incredible yeah. and well received. Have
1: we, have we seen just the regular trade yet? No. no, no, it's are, the herc- just the hard. Herc- wow, so it, so it, it hasn't even gone to trade yet. When that puppy comes out at eleven ninety nine, I think you're going to see another spike on this. Months. If it does, it do You will. think they will? Yeah. I mean, oh yeah. Yeah, they are will. Are you kidding me? Uh, sure, sure, absolutely. Out of um, all right, some uh, some sad news coming down. Um, Archie Comics uh, announced that uh, not announced. They informed us that uh, that Joe Edwards had passed away.
3: Yeah, he was uh, he was a great artist. Uh, he was eighty five years old. And he had a very long history with the company, uh, going back to uh, Golden Age characters like the Comet and the Shield. And a personal favorite of mine that I always read as a kid was Little Jinx. And I don't know if you guys how much Archie you guys read.
2: I honestly, I never really got into the Archie I stuff have, too much. I have friends <coughs> who, when I talk to them about comic books, the only comic books they read are Archie. Archie. I have a friend who, all through high school, shoplifted Archie digest. <laughs> That's
3: awesome. That's quite the
2: friend. <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah. My wife, the only... This is out she, to you, Greg. <laughs> uh, my wife, the only comics
0: she ever read were uh, Richie Rich or Casper. Those were the only oh, comics. Oh, and oh, she's yeah. still,
2: like, to this day, if I go to a comic shop, uh, I'll pick it's her up some Richie Riches, yeah, like, you know, quarter
0: story. books, and I'll yeah. throw, you know, she loves it's them. A it's a very song,
2: unique... Uh, I mean, he... And my friend's not the only one. Like, I have a couple friends who, they're big Archie fans for whatever pop culture sort of stick that that had for them. I mean, really Edward
3: Edwards did do work for uh, Timely, which yeah. was Marvel back in the 30s and, uh, and 40s, and he also did some work for Dell. But yeah, his his big claim to fame was working all those years with Archie. And yeah, Little Jenks was this little blonde girl, and uh, you know, kind of like little, same vein as Little Archie, but just great little kid comics and stuff like that. So I would say when Joe Edwards died.
0: Well, yeah. he uh,
1: he did have a long life. and We yeah. hardly knew
3: ye, Joe. Mm-hmm.
1: All right, guys. Um, you reading anita
0: blake anybody here no uh i read the first issue of it and uh, not that it was bad or anything i mean i actually i thought it was pretty decent but i uh it just wasn't like something i was really looking for i was gonna say because
1: we're gonna be in new york next week and they're gonna have a convention special there so it's a
2: it's a big hit I'm it is, a, yeah. is it is yeah. a huge hit
0: and well, i think it's geared towards a different audience than like us, middle-aged yeah. hey, Mark has white uh,
2: dudes. That <laughs> I need a
3: blank <laughs> that's selling well comics. here. The, co- the comic so book? pretty well, yeah. Yeah? That's, yeah. yeah. Are, is it bringing in any new readers? Any non-comic readers? Not really. No? Okay. Because, yeah, I mean, I think it is that chicks who dig vampire kind of crap. Kind
0: of, yeah. And or, Ed like, the crowd. emo-ish you know, gothy yeah. Sandman yeah. kind of, which uh, that's great. I hope I hope they enjoy that. They, hope, you know, it seems they seems it to be doing well. I hope they take that uh, away from
1: me
2: and go enjoy it. It's one of those else. weird that's books. Right. <laughs> it's one of those weird books that has this like um, level of success that's separate from your own understanding. You know, when you have one yeah, of you those don't books, quite grasp the yeah, like, like oh, that, that, that book is doing really well because it doesn't enter your radar. Yeah, so I yeah. mean, that's the interesting thing about Nita Blake to me It's like, well, was I that... read the first one and it was it was good. That yeah, was, it just was good. wasn't that, well, that what wasn't I would like, want to read. Exactly. The rest of it, you know? Exactly. Was like, that's it wasn't well, that's, it was
0: like eh. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with it. It was a good book. I just it wasn't my personal taste. The Dabble know?
3: Brothers books in general, <laughs> when they were with Alias and now that they are with Marvel, they are very high quality books. I mean they're, uh, they're yeah. the art is gorgeous. Oh, they do good stuff. The stories are very well written yeah, it's a question of do you like the genres that they're
0: So it, it on. if Go you're ahead. in New York uh, at the con, they're going to have mm-hmm. a, a convention special there that's uh, going to be drawn, a cover drawn by uh, Brett Booth. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and you can check it out then. You so. got that?
1: Uh, you know, we we're talking about uh, Marvel Zombies having some real staying power. Zombies. Uh, more zombies. Walking Dead, Walking Dead number thirty four continues to sell, uh, sold out, and
2: now is going back to press.
0: This is uh, something that kind of intrigues you, Tom. Tom I know Tom, that you are amazed. Like how this, this is happen. one of
2: these weird things. Uh, I love uh, the Walking Dead. It's a book I pick up and I love it, but it's this book that sort of defies. I think. When people talk about what drives the single-issue market, and they come up with all the parameters, The Walking Dead continues to gain single-issue readers and defies yeah. all those the things that people Dead think. Yeah. Of the, rule. the Walking it, yeah. Dead
1: gives the middle finger to pretty much the entire comic book industry. It is just totally... It's such a well, weird I thing. It,
2: it, and it has the bumps at the end of the trades, which means there's the implication that people read the trades and then move to the single-issues which to me just is mind blowing that that happens. I mean, I mean there's no heart, I mean with everything in comic books and selling, there's no hard proof of any of this. There's right. no, you know. But it it's just it's so weird. To it, me. it defies yeah. logic of yeah. the industry
0: that that the book does what it does. Well, I think it's a you know sort of a combination of a couple of things. Is one that you know when that book first started coming out, it was very low key. <coughs> Nobody was really reading it at first. It was extremely good, yeah. and then like it was like every time somebody found out about that book, they told 12, 12 right, different people, yeah. Yeah. and the word of mouth on it has just become amazing. Yeah. I mean, I don't begrudge just, the
2: success. Oh well, yeah, it's awesome that it. he's
0: doing this. But, but it is a little odd that it just has continued at this point. You know, thirty-four issues into it, and it just seems to not. You know, not not only is it not slowing down, it keeps gaining momentum. It reminds,
3: which it reminds me of Sandman.
0: In a oh it of did places. yeah, Sandman that same thing. Yeah. Issue by issue, it took a while I mean, for when, people to catch on to it. But had there been
2: a previous issue of Walking Dead before thirty-three that sold out, that had a second printing? Oh, I, think so. uh, uh, the, I think the
0: one, the one, uh, the,
2: the the first. Um, the first like torture one i think sold well, out. well 33 sold out but before 33 had any walking dead sold out i don't they ever I had don't a second printing of so. it
0: if it did it was only because that was printed in such a low yeah. number because they weren't expecting I mean, it and to, this you sort know. of
2: fits into my whole th- my I they certainly haven't reprinted any. about the sellouts about the weird thing about the math behind a sellout is also an extremely weird thing because what is a sellout what exactly kind of, is it because to me, a sellout has almost become not... It's what you there's, expect there, plus a, X yeah. amount, but then sometimes you don't guess it right. And it's become such a weird thing because I think the big two have their own weird sellout. They well, the, they're, 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 there's, there's, yeah. there's
1: a difference between sellout yeah. and sell through. Yeah, And... Is it a sellout if you? And I'm not accusing you know Image or or Walking no. Dead of doing this, but is it a sellout if, say, you normally sell fifteen thousand copies, and for this issue you print
2: twelve thousand? Well, I think I think the thing though is I think it is a big deal for an independent book Absolutely. to sell it from Diamond, yes. much bigger than it is of DC and Marvel a DC book to sell up right. from yeah. Diamond. I well, I mean, you're, is, you're so. selling out a
1: print run, which a print run maybe you know, 20,000 books, you know, for an end of a really very, Do you
0: know very what very Walking popular. Dead sells at, numbers-wise? Is, uh, it, is it,
2: it's 15? 16, but yeah. it keeps okay. gaining. Yeah. Really? Yeah. That high? Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. yeah it's, it's, it's decent. It does well. It gets bumps from the trades, and the trades keep all of the trades, every single trade, is in the top, like... Yeah, 50 one, or 100. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is amazing. This book is just amazing, yeah. the legs it has on
0: what it's selling. Way to <laughs> go,
3: Kirk, yeah. it just,
0: I, I keep remembering, like, when it when it first came out, and <laughs> there was, like, four or five issues out, and I kept seeing it at my comic shop, and I never picked it up. I'm like, ah, oh, another zombie I mean, book. What? Who the hell wants it? You. you know what I mean? It's like, I don't want anything to do with this book. And then... I don't even remember why I picked one up. I don't know if I heard something or read something on the internet or something. I picked up like issue six, and it was like, uh, ooh. why is not everyone on the planet reading this book? It's well, so good, I said, you, you know. And you then I you went talk back. about you talk about comic
1: speculating, and you're not ever, ever going to make money by picking up you know Green Lantern number one. Does mean it's not a good book because it was, but they print how many. They print the enough
2: so everyone can get
1: one. bazillion. Right. <laughs> Walking Dead number one, if you want to talk about an expensive book to buy right now, they printed
0: like 5,000 copies of that book. Yeah. You know, it was, oh, yeah. Well, yeah, it's one of those odd, I mean, it's like, you know, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. What, right. they, what were those first print runs? Expectations, you yeah. know, of that oh. book. It's like nobody expected that, and that's you know, sure. yeah. I mean, it's it's certainly, it's congratulations, Taran. You know, it's it's cool. so, you know so yeah, you are going to have you are going to have Antony, much better, Antony, much better luck speculator by all. buying
1: those those.
0: Yeah, but we hate those people. Yeah, we hate them. So.
1: <laughs> all right, guys. <laughs> uh, uh, Red, Five, Red Five Comics is uh, the newest. Player on the comic publishing um, circuit. Uh-huh. It's uh, uh, Paul Ends, who's the former director of LucasfilmStarWars.com, is uh, getting into the
0: comic book business. And uh, and Scott Chitwood, the co-founder mm-hmm. of TheForce.net, which are, and uh, he also did ComingSoon.net and SuperheroHype.com. So it's a bunch of guys that are, are a couple of guys who've done a bunch of website promotions, sort of like fan website stuff that have become extremely popular and now they're publishing comics uh, which is kind of interesting I don't know uh, what they know about publishing comics but we're gonna know. find out and then we'll the books look I good. I mean, they have like five books mm-hmm. they're working on already and uh, they they look pretty good so I always welcome a new publisher if if mm-hmm.
3: You one know. guy in particular who I, you know, you always remember fan films when they come out, and one of the ones that stands out is Troops. Oh, troops,
0: that was, yeah. And Kevin Rubio <laughs> is doing
3: a book called uh, The Abyss, and he did Troops, so... Uh, troops is an amazing
0: fan film. Absolutely. That was unbelievable. Um, yeah, it's kind of weird how they're they're kind of like using the internet to create this company in a lot of different ways, you know, from their own popularity of the sites they built parlaying that into, you know, a publishing company and then getting talent from people that have done stuff online. It's amazing how the Internet creates, you know, opportunities for people to uh, to showcase some abilities that they may never, have, you know, nobody had known about before. No, that's the, the democratic
3: the beauty of the Internet, and I think uh, these guys are smart sticking close to sci-fi and, and film genres. And I think they're, you know, they've, they know, and they've yeah. got a giant a base of their own website to draw from, and you know alert people about the project. So you know this is a great way to test exactly how well, you know doing a creating an audience for one form of entertainment might uh, you know transfer over to this sure. other entertainment.
0: So right. if you want to check out more about their books, I think you can go to uh, I think it's Red Five studioscom It's uh, not in front of me, but. Uh, Go to our website. There's the news story there, and the website is in there if you want to check out their stuff. So good luck to them. All right, guys. Uh, Kids Love Comics is kicking off at
1: the NYCC. uh, Kids Loves Comics uh, is a collection of all-ages creators publishing, promoting literacy through graphic novels. So they're going to be at the uh, New York Comic-Con. You can check them out at uh, booth 939. Is that who Comic News Insider is working with? Um,
0: I don't know if it's the same literacy. charity literacy. I'm not. It might be, but uh, but this is a cool. They're doing. They're also doing a cool thing. If you go once again, if you go to the news story and and there's uh, two websites you can check out in relation to this, um, where they have like these cards that you can print out about the books. They're like uh, trade cards, you know, like uh, like baseball cards, but they're the comic books. And if okay. you bring them to the show, they bring at least like three of the six that are out there. Um, You can trade them in on like an exclusive book or something like that. Oh, that's so, nice. yeah, it's kind of cool, you know, to try and get kids. So, if you got kids, and I look, you know, these books are really great stuff, and and, uh, and they got, uh, you know, a lot of good talent on the books, and they're all geared towards kids, so that's a good thing.
3: Hey, that's how I started reading. I mean, yeah, I'm I, sure I, that's probably the case with most of you guys. I mean, no, absolutely. The first things I read, and that's what I did with my little nephew who's 11 and isn't crazy about reading regular books. I keep giving him comic books, and at least he's reading those. And,
1: and it's a uh, it's uh, get caught reading is who uh, uh, comic news insider is going to be uh, holding a raffle to benefit at the uh, the New York Comic Con. So very cool. Both both very good uh, very good programs and causes there. Uh, Diamond is twenty five years old.
3: <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, I, I don't see that as a celebration. I see well, that more as a sad yeah. story, quite frankly.
0: You know, I was thinking about this when I read this story the first time, and you know, it's like. Anytime diamond is brought up, it's a negative. You know, there's a negative connotation with the company. But how much is that is really their fault? I mean, is it their fault that
2: they? Um, Yeah. Did you recently (laughs) hear? Did you recently hear that um, um, in North Korea, ninety nine percent of the people turned out to vote for uh, Kim Il Sung? <laughs> yeah, what the hell are you exactly talking, talking about? I, it's the no, joke I, about exactly. like it's like. <laughs> well, no, I well, don't mean to rip on. I don't mean to rip on Diamond when people announce like twenty five years of Diamond. Like, really, honestly, like, was there any threat recently that Diamond no. was going to? Go away. It has like a weird comedic sense, of the same way that ninety nine percent of people in the Soviet Union turned out to vote right. for Stalin. Like, I, don't
3: <laughs> I ask, mean, Mark cool. is a better person to ask about yeah. this. Well, no, I'm but not trying like to. I've got somewhere to go. Exactly. No, no. You know, but
0: that's not necessarily. Diamond took advantage of a situation that was created by the publishers and the industry as a whole. Now, as a business, if you worked for Diamond, you would consider that a good thing. Now, these, you know, it's like Diamond yeah. is this evil entity. Well, you know what? There's a lot of people that work for Diamond you know, comic distributor that aren't necessarily evil now, people.
3: of course not. I'm just what saying what I'm it's saying,
0: like, as I... a business, they took advantage of a situation. That's not
2: necessarily inherently evil what they've But it doesn't mean you have to be, what like, Diamond's awesome.
3: Well, no, no, I'm
0: not saying that, but it's like, it's just funny that you can't... It's like Diamond has yeah. never done anything good for the comic industry. Who knows if Diamond wasn't able to take advantage of the situation, didn't do what they did, where what state comics would be in today. I'm just trying, you know what I mean? It's like, we easily... Attack them like that, well, it, it's but easy, we it's never easy you know—can't attack anyone else. Well, yeah, but that's not their fault.
1: And, and I see where you come. You know from. what I mean? It's so, like no, you I, blame
2: I, 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 Diamond because no one else is being able to the their together. Though, but Europe. here's the thing, though. Anytime something bad happens with distributing or any problem that comes up, it is in your only place to put blame is Diamond. Not—you can well, put certainly. anywhere it goes, where anywhere you want. And you can say that Diamond took advantage of this, or Diamond did this. But you know what? It's Diamond, and that's where the blame lies. I mean, that's where when people complain about distributing, it's because yeah, but, Diamond is the only Yeah, but a lot of times, a lot times
0: people complain about distributing because it's a monopoly. That's not something that – I mean, I don't understand how you can blame Diamond for being a monopoly – they, they took advantage of a situation that was created by Marvel mostly because they couldn't. they you know they thought they knew what they were doing and they fucked up and this, you know it created this vacuum. Well, and City Diamond, too. you know, Caps, well you can't. Yeah, you know, yeah, City the, you know what I mean. It's like the I
2: understand, what, but it's Diamond like it's inherently don't eat children or don't like well, sacrifice. You children. know what I well, mean?
3: That's it's like, that's the thing that I've always heard, and I and honestly I don't remember the specific details, but I've spoken to vendors through the years about this. It isn't a through simple attrition. That Diamond suddenly found itself Certainly. to be the only no, player. No, no, no. Certainly, and again, and, and I listen. They're the they're the one place to get comics. It is what it is. It does make it difficult for any competitors to come in and try and do you know right any, you know, anything we, else. I don't know. I don't know. Still I mean, I get district. my I get my books monthly, I guess. But again, I'm not going to celebrate. A monopoly put, to put that, a little you know,
1: spin on things, we've talked about it before. But I don't know if Diamond ever came up. If again. your brother worked for Diamond, though, would you celebrate? <laughs> sure. th- well, that's hey, what man, I mean. You know, it's like, just a dude, perspective dude, of radio, it. It's like radio. I'm, I well, work I'm for a, a giant channel,
3: but I work for CBS. You know, I mean, sublimely. So well, I work for a
2: giant corporation, but I also don't like. Think that my giant corporation is like, is great. Yeah, the
3: most well, awesome the thing in the I worked for CBS area. for ten years, Maybe and they were huge, there, and they were huge, and and had huge dominance in broadcasting. When they bought our, our independent stations, literally, I'm like, Jesus, we're working for chaos, or we're working for smash <laughs> all of a sudden, you know, <laughs> or yeah. every, every well, bad secret. Well, like I said, I mean, I'm not trying to defend every, I'm, like, I, I'm
0: not trying to defend everything that Diamond has done, but at some point, it's like we just immediately, you know.
3: Well, I'm not celebrating the silver anniversary. All right, it's well, just anniversary. Hey, sorry. Yeah. sorry, Steve.
1: When, when we talk about Diamond, the the, the first anniversary just up, hit Is 10, that there Holgen a one? Is that there, like Hitler? Is Diamond that Hitler, 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 you know. <laughs> <laughs> and and we've talked about digital distribution, as, as things start to go digital in comics. How much uh, that will be the test? Yeah, that how, will be how, the how test. How much? That's a good point. How much of a fight do you think Diamond is going to put up against the major comic publishers to not do that?
0: Yeah, but as a like once again, for them, of course they're going to do that. Why what do they want to go out of business? How stupid would that be for them yeah. to not fight that? So, and so if I worked for Diamond, I would be a hundred and ten percent behind them doing that. So, do you think that the? But that's not evil. That's not know, wrong not of them to that do that. that. We but, may but, not what, like what, it. But what do you think?
1: What do you think the comic publishers are going to do? Do you think they're going to try and make Diamond a part of that, or see that? I don't think as the comic publishers give a shit out.
2: who distributes what they do, as long as they make money. I mean, what do they care if Diamond or me? distribute, you know, like, if I could come up with a better way of distributing their comics than Diamond, they don't have any... I mean, I'm sure Marvel or DC isn't, like... I love Diamond Comics specifically. I love Diamond Every, Distribution. Uh, all my point yeah. is, everybody I mean,
0: hated AT and T until they fucking broke it up, and yeah. then the phones never worked, uh, you know, ever again. So I don't. But
2: know. I understand what you're saying. Well, now it's, all, now it's all. But now it's all heading back the same way, and everyone hates it again. Right. <laughs> <AT&T> <laughs> everything. Well, we'll, well, yeah, they're all. Good. All right, good. let's Fuck talk
1: about Diamond something then. fun here. Um, <laughs> yeah, we talked uh, a little bit about uh, 300, the movie, but it looks like another Frank Miller. Uh, work is going to be making its way there, and that's Ronin. So. Ronin, which
0: was a great book.
1: And, mm-hmm. uh, oh, my God,
3: yeah. yeah I mean, what
1: has, oh, has, oh that Jesus Christ,
3: be, yeah. And, and,
0: you know, it's funny, when the Robert De Niro Everyone movie, knows, Ronin, so. came out, which is a fine film mm-hmm. in its own right, sure. but I thought at first that was... Ronan from right. Frank Miller. I was so excited, then I was a bit disappointed to find out that it wasn't. Although, it, Ron, it the, although the Bobby De Niro Ronan has maybe the best car chase scene. It's John Frank ever fine director.
1: It'll be interesting so. if uh, if Ronan keeps its name because of that.
3: That's a very good point.
1: Oh uh, yeah, point. I don't know what's going to happen not. with that I mean, Ronan's
3: not that old. Right? The, the, no, you're right movie. about that. And that's a, that's uh, it'll probably become Frank Miller's Ronan.
0: Frank Miller, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah uh, someone like 300 and, yeah. like three hundred and well, like, three hundred has become Frank Miller's three hundred. That's
3: true. And Frank actually, Miller's and City. given yeah. given the success of Sin City, it's yeah. likely that the Frank Miller brand better be on top of Ronan, yeah. to make it sell.
1: Yeah, I think it will. And uh, it, uh,
0: they've God, uh, there was they've actually if you uh, haven't uh, read that graphic novel, Ronan, must read. I mean, must, it, it and so the art in that is oh, some yeah. of his. Why uh, I mean, doesn't that get mentioned? You know, everyone
1: talks. You know kind of almost in this order of, you know, Dark Knight Returns, uh, Sin City, Sin City uh, uh, Daredevil, you know,
0: that seem well. to be,
1: you know... Yeah. in are familiar in with fr-
2: what they're familiar with, you know. But um, no one, no one
1: ever seems to talk about Ronan. I think and the
0: time that it came out, it wasn't, I mean, it was an odd enough uh, direction for him to take. Mm-hmm. I mean, at the, when, when Ronan first came out... It was at a time where you didn't see that much non-superhero stuff from guys like him.
3: Yeah, but I also think it has... To some degree. I also think because it came out around the same time as things like Lone Wolf and Cub, which was like genuine manga coming from a... Right, right. I mean, I think it almost had that perception of, here's an American who clearly loves Japanese uh, style comics and stuff and is trying to do his own spin on it. But, yeah, I think you're right. I think it has you're ab- to be. Yeah, it you're is absolutely right that people and it do is, not. I mean, I think, uh, you know, yeah, I think when people are really pressed, yeah, Ronan Ronan makes the list. But you're right, it doesn't make it very high. And it should because I think it's the raw Miller... Before he became Frank Miller, right, name above the title, Man. and I think it's a it's an excellent work. And yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, there's there's another book that does DC own the uh, rights to Rona?
0: Yep, yep. And they uh, interesting uh, director uh, choice. They, they announced that G, G, Gianni <laughs> Nunari mm-hmm. has been announced and, uh from Stomp the Yard. Stomp the Yard. <laughs> uh, yeah, which is an interesting. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Oh, you know, along the yard. with
1: this, which I, I was actually uh, very happy to see. Uh, whenever this was being announced about Ronan, there's also talk about Warren Ellis's Ocean coming. Yeah,
0: up the th- but you know what? Warren actually, um, he, on, on his uh, blog or whatever on his message board, he kind of refuted that, saying that they there hasn't really been any talks about mm-hmm. that. So that that th- that was put out by. Um, uh, Oh, you know what? I got the name screwed up. Gianni Nunari is a, a, a producer, the producer of, of the film. He actually produced uh, 300. Exactly. Sylvian and White. The, Sylvian, Sylvian. White yeah, uh, Sylvian White is the, uh, is the director. But Gian, Gianni, in a press conference, they they asked him, what other comic book stuff would you be interested in doing? And he mentioned Ronin, but then he also threw in and Ellis' Ocean. But even though there doesn't seem to be... I mean, there might be now, but at the time, it doesn't seem like, like that's... Kind of like the same
3: way Mark Miller said that uh, it would be great if Eminem were at uh, a star and Not uh, Wanted. Yeah. And everyone
2: and was yeah. yeah. yeah, exactly. and that like,
0: kinda... hey, put the brakes on, nobody's <laughs> talked to Eminem about this. Yeah. And so we don't know about Ocean, but Ronan, it seems like, is certainly going to be coming. And I think, you know, I think Frank Miller is... At this point, if 300 is a success, that guy's gonna have carte blanche to do whatever oh, the hell yeah. he wants.
1: Well, it's like John said. Know. Then all of a sudden, Frank Miller becomes a branding tool. Yeah, to, yeah, to yeah. Put oh, absolutely. Sure, no, sure.
3: he is on the cusp of of truly. Oh, 300 you know, is gonna rock.
1: 300 is gonna it's gonna solidify. Well,
3: and it's funny because you think of Miller's uh, Mark Miller's concern that you know God, we're losing all these great comic talents to Hollywood. I think you know this could happen with Frank. I mean, I think he's—I think he still loves to draw, and I'm, he has never made any implication of "oh, Hollywood wants me." Goodbye, see you later. Well,
0: he's still in the spirit now.
3: Too. No, but at the same he time, the he's spirit. put out
0: yeah. a pretty—I mean, you know, how much how much stuff has Frank really done in the last
3: decade? Not a In comics. He hasn't yeah, done little, a little ton. Of you know thing, what I mean? He, he right.
0: put out a ton and, and, of stuff.
3: And obviously Dark Knight, Knight, Dark Knight Returns. Well, and that and was and certainly s- All-Star Batman and Robin, which we're still waiting.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. but Dark Knight Returns was... this D- that? The yeah, D- It was K2. early 2000s. Was it that early? Yeah. <coughs> <coughs> I'm, oh, yeah. I'm sitting here. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Actually, I want earlier. it was 2001.
3: Yeah, something like that, because it was definitely... It wasn't the 20 years for... Dark Knight. It wasn't 2005. It was 15, it But I think it was, yeah, I think it was like 15. I think so. It was like 2001.
0: Well, even though, I mean, but But his production, you know,
2: is
0: good. You know, he's put out enough comic work. It's not like he's running away from comics. (laughs) Well, I understand that, but he's on the other side. He's on that other
2: side, I think. He's gotten past the point where his prime comic book producing era is probably, yeah. It's probably not. By prime, you
3: mean volume. Not volume really yeah quality. i mean like oh, no, he's yeah. not yeah.
2: gonna be putting out a, a monthly, monthly book, book yeah, obviously
1: right. <laughs> right. <No. laughs> you know yeah. I, mean, no, I understand with, that. Uh, with with what do you guys David. do you guys like comics no, I do.
3: I, I, what I thought we were doing a car show.
1: Like, do you like <laughs> Jeeps? Like Robin Williams? Or, now, or? now you can combine the two because uh, Jeep and Marvel are putting together a promotion where you can write the hero of their comic uh, being a Jeep
2: Patriot. I want to write a story where he kills himself in his Jeep Patriot. That's kind of sad. It's very sad. What's it's very very right.
3: right. wrong Here with you, ones. man? Uh, <laughs> isn't this funny that... Uh, it goes right at the vertical, I think man. people were kind of snickering at Rush City, the uh, DC-Pontiac uh, combination. Well, um, I know I was. And, a ton. <laughs> I'm well, still know, snickering. You know, honestly, I, I talked to Chuck Dixon about it yeah. in Orlando, and uh, I saw him at the FXCon, and the uh, he said Marvel was one of the suitors, and actually a couple of the uh, publishers... Because it is money. I mean, this is the sure. car. I mean, it takes I money. I don't blame to, uh, them, but also one...
2: I'm not going to feel obligated to say that oh, I, understand. I think it's totally awesome. <laughs> well, you, yeah. you know what's funny? Has anybody case, uh, read Rush City? I read yeah, the first okay. issue. First okay. yeah, yeah, I sorry. haven't read it. Yeah, it's it's
0: it was a car. It's, it's not Chuck like, tur- Dixson's you know, best. I, I have to say, I was... in
3: the DC universe. I was in
0: instantly turned off just because of the whole car thing. You know what I mean? I look at it like... As soon as I heard that, it's like, oh, well, it, it's oh, just understand. a market. You know what I mean? Well, it's an so, ad. It's
3: a, b- it's a giant ad. Yeah, I'm not going to. The difference, though, and a, and I'm surprised they're not taking advantage of it.
2: Uh, although Jeep. I guess it's Jeep's a Jeeps golden... are totally awesome.
3: No, there's a, there's a Golden Age Marvel character called the Patriot.
2: That's true. And if uh, you know well, your Raider you're, you're
3: I mean, uh Sal, so do you remember the Patriots? Sure, yeah. I've and I'm surprised it. that you know. I guess you can't really tie that in, but maybe you could in terms of maybe. continuity and stuff. That maybe this is a descendant of the
0: the Patriots. Well, the
3: Patriots. Well, no, the car. The, uh, the inter- well, but the, <laughs> the interesting <car>. thing is <laughs> <thing laughs> this. Wait, 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 wait What uh, I did like the, the one thing conversely, that- the dark horse uh, drive or the driver. The BMW series, I like those. Well, that was
0: books. based on the ads from BMW, right? those yeah. were, you know, Right. They, the Clive Owen, yeah, uh, yeah, the Clive Owen short yeah.
3: films, but again, it, they were good it's, short it's films. It's a car commercial. Well, the one thing about this though
0: is like mm-hmm. this isn't—they're not like selling a comic book. They're doing a promotion where you go online to the Jeep Patriot website, and you write the story. It starts out to give you the first two pages and then you submit Someone, a story for the next page from and they're the going to create a
3: pipe into the car. <laughs> yeah, but that's what Rush City is. A vertigo that uh, Pontiac dealerships and everything. I mean, that's where they're giving them away and stuff like that.
0: No, but this isn't you're not I mean, they're not selling a Jeep Patriot comic book. They're just doing a promotion where you come as a fan of right. Marvel Comics and write the story. Or and they'll put together it's ge- a community. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a
3: different spin on the same... Yeah.
0: All right, all right. right hey,
1: guys, uh, Aaron Eckert. one, guys, write it. Uh, Aaron Eckert, is, uh, it's been home, be announced, funny. will be uh, uh, taking the role as Harvey Dent and Two-Face... In the upcoming, uh, <laughs>
2: we have uh, a nice picture of Aaron Eckhart. <laughs> we do. <show> notes. <laughs> this is this do well, I thank you like that?
1: I've started to make the uh, the so show notes know. more interactive. Yeah, yeah. I kind of like
2: it. Yeah, yeah. it's
3: kind of cool. No, I think it's great casting. I think uh, I think Aaron Eckhart's an excellent actor. I think he mostly does good films. Every now and then, Black Dahlia, he doesn't. Uh, but I think he's a good choice. And, and
2: what about Billy D? Colt hey, He was wonderful. Cold forty-five hey, that Tommy, works every time. Well, cold Lee, 45. Been
3: a
0: when I of, they went goofy with. When I want to tag it. some ass, I uh, pop open a cold coat forty-five. It always it works. works. It always it works.
2: works. I still do to you, Williams. a I lost the Millennium Falcon in a card game. Oh, exactly. <laughs> and. So we
0: It's not my fault.
2: The thing I most though there is that the. Sexy Mag- Maggie <laughs> Gyllenhaal is li- uh, might be, uh, is not denying Sister or to Sister to, uh, to, uh Mr. Blis- replacing what's B. his name? Gyllenhaal? Jake. Jake Gyllenhaal, Yeah, that's yeah. right. Who's buddy. a fine.
0: They're both actually very she's good. Not her Act, she's not
2: denying or confirming that an she'll an actress be actress replacing the uh, wooden Katie he, Holmes. Yeah, she is. <laughs> I was going to say <laughs> wooden uh, as well. Uh, I'm
1: and... you said that. Bruce, you've always been and so troubled. And Bledger's going to be the joke. You
2: right. So that <laughs> is going to be interesting. Except for the Scientology
3: hypnotized face going in that movie very badly, Katie. In one
2: movie, Batman, yeah, Homes she was probably the winning.
0: worst part of that film, and and, and she's, she's just Maggie jealous.
2: Gyllenhaal is the she's a actress fan. that I have the deal with my girlfriend, where if I could sleep with anyone, oh, she's on the list. Uh, hers did you see is um, Owen Wilson? Did you see The Secretary? yeah, that's great, too. Oh, fantastic.
3: She's great in Stranger Than Fiction, too. The, stranger, the, yeah, you know, sure, sure. Will Ferrell film. Uh, a, That movie
2: is especially funny if you do anything with taxes. I laughed my ass it off. At all. <laughs> sure.
0: no, I, Although I, Creative Artists Agency is aren't denying or confirming that she'll be taking uh, the part of uh, Rachel Dawes.
3: I would replacing count some Katie. sort of change. because Katie. Well,
0: uh, they already said that yeah. she wasn't coming well, back. there you go. So. Scientology. And,
3: and, yeah, that whole... Scientology. That whole, well, really, that whole thing with her and Cruise, that killed both movies. It, it hurt, I should say, it didn't kill them. It hurt those
2: movies. Uh, I hear that <laughs> Posh Spice... And uh, the soccer player David are both uh, Beckham, they're Beckham, going to be sewed Benedict together and play the part of Rachel Dawes in the new <laughs> movie. <laughs> no, that would be interesting. I don't care. The first Batman that Batman
0: begins mm-hmm. was so phenomenally yeah. good. To me, that is still the best superhero comic book movie that's ever been done. Ooh, but that's my wow. opinion. The only, thing that, the only thing that maybe the first Superman... Actually, the first Superman's probably better. Just because oh I don't know I
3: you know it's funny I I love the first Superman movie but I kind of like the fact that Batman took itself a little bit more seriously yeah I did too
2: I think there's a the cool thing between those two that really yeah I do he
3: he Mark mentioned there's a cool thing
2: between those two though that Christopher Reeve and Christian Bale I both think did like a very serious job of playing I mean like when I think of Superman I still think of Christian Reeve. Christopher
0: uh, Christian <gasps> <gasps> oh sure yeah
2: but when I you know when I think of Batman I think Christian Bale did such an amazing job of playing Bruce Wayne Bruce Wayne in yeah. such a believable way no, that's why I like Eckhart so.
3: as, as Harvey did I think you know because... wasn't
2: Eckhart a uh, name of a cop in the
0: Tim Burton yeah. yes wasn't yeah, that the I, wasn't that I, the dirty connected. cop and and I think you're he living was in the Eckart, matrix. Sal. And I think
3: he was year one. No, I think right, that was a right. year one character as well. I want
2: to say right. in the right. Miller. Uh, Edgar, was it? Yeah, he's right. Oh man, they're breaking down the fourth wall. Wow, <laughs> I'm freaking out! I'm freaking out, man. No, but that you know that's just
3: I'm, I'm kind hey, of year And He shoots him. Dead, I can't remember that that really did help. Bruce and, and, and uh, or I should say Batman and, and Jim Gordon. Now the only
0: thing that worries me about this is they've already talked about the Joker's going to be in the second one. Now he's you legend. got Harvey Dent and well, wasn't there have a Har- report you... of something else, somebody else, some other villain? Hey. I mean that was the problem with the, ba- the Tim Burton bat. You, you it's like all hey, of a sudden you, sh- you had well, three, three yeah, freaking villains. You
1: introduce Harvey Dent. You
0: don't necessarily have to introduce two. Uh, if, exactly. if Aaron Arkhart is going to play Harvey Dent, he's not just going to Well
3: I think what will happen is, and I'm hoping and I haven't read any scripts to say that this will be the way, but...
0: What do you know John? Uh, Har- Tell us, don't... At
3: least two-thirds of the movie, pardon my spit, Harvey Dent, maybe he gets the acid during this movie, and Two-Face really does the, next the third one? villain. Yeah, I think that's the plan.
0: I would love to see that, certainly. Because
3: you want to give a chance for people to give a shit about Harvey Dent and Two-Face.
0: Yeah, exactly. Right. Well, that was so. the problem for me, like, with Batman 2 and with Tom. And with, Tom, in you know, the acid. Yeah, it was in just, the fourth movie. Yeah, so yeah, but especially the Mirror second Master. <laughs> but especially you. the second one.
3: Oh, sure. And the third Tommy Lee Jones was wasted when yeah, he was Yeah, uh, certainly,
0: because he was, you know, Jim Carrey just trying You try completely. and jam
2: four villains into a movie. And yeah. then, of course,
3: with Arnold, and you had well, that Uma Thurman, and you had Bane, and you had everybody in that movie. <laughs> and <laughs> it sucked, really. I will freeze your city. All right. It sucked ass. All right, guys,
1: um, we, got some, uh, we got some January sales numbers. Oh, no. You know,
3: came out. Can we go through every number? Yes. Uh, <laughs> the all
0: 500
3: comic and, and books?
1: You no, know, probably the big thing is that as much bitching and moaning, uh, and probably right, rightfully so, that goes on about Civil War, about people being upset about it being delayed, about the uh, people not liking a lot of the, the stories going I on. I never said that. It Yeah, a lot of people have. But I tell you <laughs> what, it, uh, it, it dominated the sales in January. You know
2: what completely blows dominated. my mind about Civil War is how it sold twice as much yeah. as anything else. Like, where's this audience that's buying Civil War that... Really? I mean, that twice, over twice. Think about yeah, but then, how many numbers we... of people... I don't know. Like, no- I'm not
3: surprised.
0: Yeah, but this number is based on how many comic shops bought issues, not right. how many people... Bought. Mark, yeah. how many issues of Civil War number six do you have left on the shelves? Pretty
2: fair well, there's that. Yeah. There you go. So there you go. I mean, how yeah, many yeah.
0: how many copies of this of this number are sitting on are shelves? Actually, yeah, and they're sitting. And I just think it's sold? I think it's
2: a weird perception thing too because you see all these other books also that have the Civil War tag on it, mm-hmm. and you have Amazing Spider-Man, who's four on the list with right. one fifty-eight, and then you have Civil War number six. It amazes me in a weird way that Amazing Spider-Man is ordered at you know, that the Civil War ones ordered twice as much as Amazing Spider Man. Because to me, Amazing Spider Man is a title that would Well be, you had a lot of main you yeah. had a
0: lot of mainstream media hitting on Civil yeah. War. So that may have influenced comic shop yeah. buyers. I, mean, I, right. I understand to order why there's more. so
2: many. I, I mean to me it just seems weird that you have this title to me that's like a top line title that's getting ordered twice as much and like is there really an audience for something that twice as much as Spider-Man yeah. and maybe there isn't because well, there's so and many Yeah, that's what drives yeah. me
3: nuts about the Diamond Numbers it doesn't really tell it's a you. weird
2: thing because yeah. you look at it and it doesn't Make yeah. necessarily sense because I mean, as Mark is telling us, he's got a ton of number six. Well, now now it makes sense to me that like with, there's a lot they, of with the barcode, that. the
3: universal price yeah. code. It it surprises me that and maybe they don't want us to really know what the real numbers are because the other thing is it's not three hundred and fifty thousand, three hundred fifty-seven thousand copies of Civil it's War Well, the thing is, is it doesn't, doesn't on, right, it doesn't it doesn't matter. It
0: doesn't it doesn't. Why would they want Three and to know and a half times well, no, why would they them? want to know the final sales numbers because all that will affect is how many comic shop owners change their orders Right. You know what I mean? The only right. no, numbers that are important to them is how many b- books are ordered by comic shop owners. It has it doesn't matter how many of us buy books. It only matters what the comic shop owners. So right. they don't, so they don't care book. what the real number is because all the real number true, will too? do is change how comic shop owners and right, that
2: will lessen the publishers. Exactly. exactly. I, I just well, I, I, I think I think the whole thing with Civil War if you I mean not talking about the quality of Civil War as a book. Yes. The ordering pattern is how Far away, the Civil War main series has come from everything else as it's gone along. Uh, it's just blown away. Like yeah, how I much, mean, how much people are ordering that, and maybe not necessarily selling through on all of it. But I think it's it's interesting how that has become so inflated from the first sure. one to yeah. right. Well, I, to I the think in, the, in
1: these sales numbers we see that that Civil War is really top weighting this. But I think another great part of the story is that Fifty Two continues to be a heavy hitter, having five of the top thirteen. Uh, right. Books and uh, if you're yeah, this I, far,
2: it'd be yeah. weird to drop it.
0: I you know what? Forty-one wasn't that good. Uh f- screw the rest. <laughs>
2: About
1: forty of them. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah okay. But you know, I think Mar- Mark said it best. He, he said it's it's great for him. It's great for Dark Tower to have you know four times a month a you know a weekly book that sells as good my, as one of his best monthly books. My
0: keenly. And uh, very sharply tuned. <laughs> the three of us just looking at up? you with like, yeah? You know, okay, where's this going? My very sharply up? tuned instincts tell me that fifty-two probably won't be the last weekly book we see come out from major publishers.
2: Yeah. I think just maybe someone might you start prob- publishing you might one see... almost immediately when they're cur- ends. <laughs> I think. <laughs> not, not to I think some
3: competition. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, think yeah so. I, I, I think so. I gonna think you're going to see
2: more weekly comics.
3: Uh huh. Which, despite their protests to the.
2: Which I don't think it's, to, a, it's to not, count a, count not that. a bad yeah, thing. To the contrary, yeah. Hey, you know what? Uh, it, as long as they're it, good, countdown is as good as fifty-two. I'll buy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. book. Well, boat. it's what you put. I just, in week, I just, it's hope,
1: how
3: you package the weekly, yeah. it's how you format I, the weekly that makes
2: it matter. I
1: just hope uh, for uh, uh, Greg Rucka and Jeff Johns and Wade and Gibner and all those. <laughs> not guys. Be, yeah. oh, Ruck yeah, they Oh, Rucka already said they, there's
0: <laughs> no way he's doing another one for at least for a while. No, and that's
3: why that's why Johns is cutting back on his books and stuff like that. No, everyone's believe me, the people that are involved in fifty-two. But I think the one
0: good Except thing the is arms. that is that <laughs> they they may have learned a lot from doing 52 where the next time around it might not be as difficult you know what i mean it's like they may have learned how to do? I don't know. Oh, yeah, I'm, not, I don't I'm know. just saying. That I'm no, sure think, that they. I think you're they... right, but
3: I also think that that learning lesson went into the production of Fifty Two mm-hmm. more based on what happened with Marvel superheroes and action comics weekly fifteen years earlier.
2: Sure. Oh yeah. 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 So that's, some open ended ones. I think are yeah. Cause, always cause this, yeah.
3: The weekly the weekly comic is nothing new. Right. Again, it's right. it's how you format it and what is inside that weekly. That's the difference, and that's the question of what huh? they're going to do in terms of these. Uh, Subsequent weeklies. Well, well, you, you
1: mentioned Action Comics Weekly. Um, Tom, why don't you finish up the news uh, with us here. Explain to
2: me what is going on with Action, uh, please. Action is going... The current storyline with uh, Jeff Johns is going to be delayed for a while until uh, I think it's going to be issue 8. 851? No, eight, uh no. 850? 850. Yeah, 851, 852, and 853. Um
3: so three issues. Yeah,
2: there's going to be three fill-in issues, two by Fabian N- Nietzscheza and one by uh, Kurt Busack. Uh, it's sort of a damned if you do, damned if you don't sort of thing, exactly. I think. Because I think you look at something like Civil War you know, and all those, you don't have a fill-in and someone bitches about it. You get the fill-ins and people bitch <coughs> it. It's one of those things where I'm, I'm sure Adam Kubert and I'm sure Jeff jo- Johns doesn't want the book to be late. So it's sort of
3: and John's has been very specific and say hey don't blame Donner it's it's not Donner's participation yeah. that is holding this back
2: uh, Do it's, the math. i, I it's i may not Adam. pick up the Fabian ones but and eh, eh. You know, I've been enjoying it so far, so I'll wait. I mean, I'm not. Well, I thought the mo- the most interesting part of this story
0: was after that, after the last son arc yeah. wraps up, Eric Powell. Oh is yeah. going to be yep. doing our a duty. Bizarre, story. It's a bizarre story, world, Very and cool. that should be really cool. No, that's the,
3: that's the thing. I think
0: with John's right when yeah. when this
3: is on the bookshelf as a collected trade, no one's going to matter. And I think the important thing to know is, it's good books sometimes take longer than a monthly schedule will allow for, and it's and it's a it's not a new fucking story. People,
2: they <laughs>
3: fucking complain Jeez. about it. Yeah. Well, no, <laughs> John's like turning no, green over here. It's while I was
2: doing it. But it's not a big deal. It's one of those things with like Civil War. Everyone's like, Yeah, it's late. It's late. I'm it's late. Or, or like, uh, I don't want to fill in. I don't want to fill in. I don't want to. Yeah, whatever. Just wait for it. You'll yeah. buy it. You'll whatever. buy it. Well, one
0: last thing before we uh, we head off from the news desk. Um, I did want to say congratulations to Chuck Satterly. Uh, sorry, uh, from Marcosha His Book of Bitter Souls has been uh, bought up for development from Kickstart Productions. So congratulations, Chuck, on that. We and hope. or Bray yeah. Fogel, and Brave sure, absolutely. The um, uh, they're they're hoping to get that out um, on the Sci-Fi Channel. So awesome! Yeah, that's the, the
3: Kickstart who also does Painkiller yep. Jane. Painkiller it's hard. Yeah. 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 Hopefully so. that'll work out for All it. Right. you go, Chuck.
1: Well, guys, uh, remind everyone out there for the uh, full version of these and uh, other stories, just go to www.aroundcomics.com, your source for the best in comics and news, reviews, and opinions. All right, guys, that'll do it for the news. Uh, Tom, you got drunk.
0: Again. Yeah. Not you, only... You stupid <laughs> drunken... Yeah, you no, you, you, you fat watched the Packers.
1: And... No. You, you got drunk. So yeah, or you ordered two copies of the Watch. What do you What are you gonna do? Oh, absolute Watchmen. I'm sorry. Uh,
2: what I'm gonna do is I'm just gonna give it away to someone. <laughs> you're crazy. Mighty nice of I, you, can sir. Can I have it? No, you can't. Oh. None of the people that uh, <laughs> none of the people that work for Around Comics. we <laughs> <because laughs> like a corporation. Can have it. Uh,
0: none of the employees of Around Comics or their family members are around. eligible for.
2: What I want is that I wanted people to write sort of a one paragraph description, sort of tying in Watchmen to uh, a current book that they read. And uh, a lot of people wrote some really creative ones. If
1: you still are interested in entering the Who Watches the uh, Caters contest, you need to get your submission in by Wednesday. The 20th. Yes, uh, Wednesday the 20th. Uh, yeah. We're going to be deciding uh, while we're in New York who the winner is and uh, our first or second episode back from New York. We'll probably we'll be drunk.
3: The 20th is a Tuesday, boys. Oh, Tuesday? Tuesday? So tomorrow. Get in
1: by by Wednesday the the 21st. All right, whatever. Wednesday 21st, midnight. Tom will be at his computer. Or whatever. Midnight Central Standard
2: Time or 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 Eastern? Central Standard Time. What the rest of the world
1: runs on. Chicago Time.
2: This this is from Robert Cooper. Bob Bob Cooper. I'm going to do this in the voice of Bizarro. Me letting Cater's know that this is R.H. Coop from the forum. Me thinking that Cater's challenge is worst idea ever. Cater's ordering two copies of washman is great idea me also think that idea of drinking a lot of jack daniels and ordering books is a great idea me have ordered four copies of lost girls but me has had 15 dates in the last 10 days so <laughs> m- me really need book me also think that Cater's giving other copy away is bad idea there's a really good irony in there that isn't immediately. Oh, so I caught it, but yeah, it is a little the, hard. It is a little hard to hard catch, follow because it's of the bizarre. Very old. funny when you do it. <laughs> Me not want absolute Watchmen at all. It is one of worst books ever. It is as bad as Frank Miller's Batman. Me think that none of these books mean anything. None of them had any great points like the Onslaught Reborn does. Me think that this is a great book and great artwork. Me also think that Watchmen had never had any impact on any books and has not been read by smart people. Me think that most smart people have not read it. Me also think that Morris dumb writer. He writes things that me think that make me think and me not like that. Me also think that Watchmen has not influenced any good writers. Smart writers copy Leibfeld and McFarlane in me mind. It's from nineties. Is best books ever. Me also prefer mutant books with girls with big boobs and guys with costumes that have lots of pockets. Me not like plots at all or any books that make sense. Me also want caters to throw know that me writing this message while at party with lots of hot chicks. <laughs> <laughs> they want to go out with me, but me not like girls with big boobs and tight tummies. Me like going hogging
4: we <laughs> oh. also oh. think that this
2: contest is dumb idea who wants a book that is so stupid me must hoping to take book off cater's hand so he doesn't have to burn stupid book you also think me win since me posting on website all the time why me not winning me not want to know if i win or not me hate around comics <laughs> and never listen to episodes me hate you guys robert cooper <laughs> Well, thank you, Robert.
3: It wow, good
2: review, Bizarro. Yeah. I'm
3: good. Uh,
1: I, tell you, yeah, I told people to uh, get their uh, get their entries in. Yeah, don't worry about it.
0: <laughs> no, it's not over. <laughs> it's not over. The interesting thing about that is, that while it was funny and entertaining and very well crafted, it really didn't talk about any parallels between a
2: modern no, Bizarro
1: book no.
0: and he might not win, and a, and a Watchman and, and Watchman.
1: But it was a damn entertaining email. It was entertaining. And it Me not, not like. Winning. Oh, no.
0: sorry. I get all lost, right, with Bizarro. You're never quite sure what he's Never quite. He Convolute with message. Him a little bit. You I do. With part of me, part <laughs> of you like,
2: wants books to <laughs> all be like onslaught reborn. you <laughs> that That's it. I a I little think. bit of you does. Right. right,
1: guys. Uh, I tell you what, uh, let's uh, move ahead give our reviews for the week. It is time for Top of the Stack. Top, top of the stack, the stack, the stack. That's right, it's time for Top of the Stack. Our chance to let you, the listener, know what we, the panel, have been reading for the last week. Uh, Mr. Caters,
2: start us off. Uh, My Top of the Stack is Godland Book 16, Strange But True. It is 60 cents. Uh, If if you haven't picked up this book or uh, haven't read the trades or anything, this is a recap issue that also furthers the story along a little bit, so... If you've been reading it already, it doesn't feel necessarily like you're recapping everything that's already happened, uh, but it's also a great introduction. Uh, it is written by Joe Casey, art by Tom Scaly. It is Kirby's sort of cosmic meets a lot of the Starlin cosmic mixed with um, a little bit more of a, a modern sense of humor about it. So there's a little twinge of they know what they're doing. They know that it's a little bit funny and they're not afraid to poke fun at themselves about doing it. Uh, if you haven't picked it up, uh, you should. It's only sixty cents. I mean you I guarantee everyone buys one book for three dollars that they don't even really like that much. So and then just pick up Godland or ask your shop to pick up Godland. It's so the the newest issue is sixty cents. If you don't like it, you know, I'm not gonna give you sixty cents because that's ridiculous. But <laughs> the like letter humor. cost 39 cents you
3: know no it's it's great you know what it reminds me of too is remember images 1963 yeah it has that kind of feeling of of knowing what it's making fun of and still having a. good yeah time i mean doing there's it.
2: there's uh the skill the art is oh my just God. this amazing kirby-esque art but i think it benefits tremendously from modern coloring techniques certainly and the fact that uh certain things jump out more than others and they do a great job of things that are supposed to glow, actually really glow as opposed to maybe some of that you're going to get Kirby Crackle all over your hands if you're reading this I mean, you're going to like, your girlfriend's going to be like where'd this come from? You're going to be like, I don't know what happened I went to a club and and even though
3: Casey's the writer, Casey's been behind the design of so many of his last few books and Godland is no exception in terms of a lot of innovations of what you're describing, I mean that's that's all Joe Casey. And the Comic-Craft guys, Richard Starkings. Yes, and the Comic-Craft guys. And that's the thing. I, I give Joe and those guys a lot of credit for... Starkings up in the game. Yes, he does
2: exactly. the lettering. lettering. And uh, Nick Filardi does the colors, and he does a fantastic job because the colors on this book just jump right off the page it when you vivid, see them. No, it's, it's, yeah. it is.
3: It's a gorgeous thing, and if you like sci-fi, there's no reason why you shouldn't And the cover copy. has
2: a nice, very subtle... Uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths homage with the uh, every single character that's been in the book being drawn on the cover. And, uh, it's a great book, and I love it, and it's cheap. Try it out. I there thought it go. was
0: more Kingdom come Oh, boo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sal, what Not do you got really. for us this week? Well, this week I picked uh, Justice Society of America,
1: number three. You know, you, know, you got called out on the forum, uh, David Price, uh... Um, was a little, little. Uh, he sided with Tom. He thought you had way too many honorable mentions last week.
0: Well, I'm only picking one book this week, and David can kiss my ass. But yeah. <laughs> I, I only say that with love. It, you know, he can pick whatever he wants on his fucking show. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Just kidding, David. <laughs> Go listen. Um, David, we love you. Justice Society of America, written by Jeff Johns, art by Dale uh, Eaglesham, and, uh, and inks by Roy, Rui Jose. Um, I, you know. Like a lot of us, Tom, I know a lot of times you don't want to pick you know, mainstream books. Even though you like them, it's like you want to turn people on to other books. With this one, I just couldn't help myself. It was so good. I've enjoyed this series so much uh, just in these three issues. Uh, you felt I, so
1: I, guilty about this today. Where are at it, lunch and I was like, what are you picking for Top of the Stack tonight? And I'm like, I told him, he's like,
2: man, i, th- I got to pick JSA. I, I had just to. So goddamn I am good. I, hey, if that's the best thing, if I didn't pick up Godland, I would have picked that up. Yeah, well I mean it's too. it, it yeah.
0: simply came down to this was the most uh, fun that I had reading a book this week. It was the best book well, not even maybe the best book, but I enjoyed it the most this week. And normally when we talk about Jeff, something Jeff Johns has written, we talk about how he does this amazing job of of combining nostalgia with new ideas. Uh, he really knows the characters. He plants these seeds in the stories that lead to other things later on in the arc. I'm not going to talk about any of that about Jeff Johns. While all of that is in this book, Specifically, I want to talk about the art in this book because Eagle Sham's stuff has been amazing. And he's one of the few artists today that I read a book by him and I actually want to see more splash pages because I enjoy his splash pages yeah. so much. This Sandman page gave me goosebumps. Oh my God. Yeah. Not, uh, yeah, I mean, he because he does it in such a way, and I think John's also knows how to use them in a story where they have impact, they're not just a pretty thing that you see. The art in this book is just so good. It's the, you know, a couple of things that really stood out for me. One was Hawkman. Oh, yeah. The first time I've ever seen Hawkman's wings with the sort of, you know, grand. Yeah, and just the size and power that you would imagine a guy with wings on his back would look like. This is the first time I've ever really seen that in a book, and it was really beautiful to see. Second thing was, um,. And I don't know the character's name because I'm just not familiar with her. It's it's one of these Nazi neo-Nazi oh, the characters, speedster. the speedster, the neo-Nazi speedster, the the force of her running through people and and just obliterating these people. It's brutal. It, it was so brutal and just so tangible, amazing. I had to
1: see if uh, Mark Miller was writing the book for a minute. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was actually, the uh, the best. Uh, uh, I started doing what Tom does. Uh, I'll I'll find a book I like, and then I'll go to Newsarama and see what some of the posters are saying about it, because you can get some very funny responses. And yeah, the the best line I told Sal about this at once today, the best line from a poster there was, "Hawkman should clobber Nazis in the face in every single comic book." Hawkman
2: yeah. should always be clobbering Nazis in the
0: face. Yeah, absolutely. And then and then the. Uh, Third thing in this issue specifically was the final page, uh, with uh, Wildcat's son, and, and I don't want to give anything away, but it's just a, a just another great ending to a book. Yeah, good and it, image. You know, it's just an awesome image, and, and it brings up. <laughs> but the other thing that Englishham has done in this series, maybe not necessarily this particular issue, but the the previous two for sure, is not only has he done amazing action and beautiful stuff. But conveying emotion in a lot of his work right. in the in the first two issues he's he's I done mean,
2: a fantastic job of. You look at uh, Wildcat's Son and in three issues, I wanna know what happens to Wildcat's son. Sure. So, though he's yeah. never been anything I'm immediately Want to know what is going to happen to that character, and I care about what happens to and maybe his what character. like six six pages of yeah. screen time. Well, so and,
3: he, and I think he's done that with a lot of the characters that he's introduced in this new series, and you know the the new relationships between Liberty Bell and.
1: Our Man and... Yeah. Uh, oh, and Stargirl or and uh, well, Cyclone? Well, yeah, Stargirl and
2: The hint at what Sandman has sort of become, is yeah. Sandman. San, Sandy... Sandy Hawkins. ...has become sort of a darker character, and yes. you maybe haven't gotten the explanation, but you've seen that he's obviously yeah. a very disturbed person since m- the crisis, and that not he, to mention
3: yeah. the Legion of Superheroes, Starman, that, yeah. is, that is with them, that clearly is still in, unbalanced. 52. <laughs> Fifty-two, yeah, and, 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 and fun, random things, exactly. No, it's a great series, and I give everybody credit that you've mentioned. I think it's it's tremendous.
0: Yeah, it it just really, um, you know, wh- wh- like I said, it was it was it's easily, lived its yeah, it is lived up to its hype. I've enjoyed it immensely. I'm not steeped in you know the history of the JSA all that much. I, you know, like I said, a lot of these characters, I don't really know a whole lot about. But I have, I have enjoyed this as much as any superhero book that I'm that I've been reading. So, Tom,
3: don't you, as as someone who is steeped in the JSA history, I want to see these descendants of JSA of Golden Age heroes that they kind of throw I off these off comments I, to, and I, I want to yeah, see stories. The of these weird people.
2: thing about uh, you see a character like. Uh, Steele's grandson or whatever. Right. I think Jeff Johns in like three issues is over already written a more interesting character than any of the previous Steel, any too. of the previous <laughs> yeah. Steel characters. Yeah. You know, like I think there's going to be so many interesting things to do with what he's set up in these first three characters that uh, it's going to be. I in a way I think it's surpassed Justice League of America as being sort of the DC flagship. If you want to see what DC's about, about well, yeah, you know, well, Meltzer's,
3: Meltzer's run is going to be a limited run. Yeah. Everybody knows it's only going to be 13 issues. So, Johns is in for the long haul on JSA, always yeah. has been, and seems to have been re-energized since that uh, leave of absence yeah. with a whole new interesting direction. And also that idea, as you started to say, that this is going to be the book that defines the DC superhero universe, yeah. that the society really represents the nation of DC superheroes more so than the League does. And you, yes. saw, that,
0: you saw that in the first... There's I think it was the first issue too that, that it's not just gonna be about the JSA. Right. I mean, Titans you, will be in yeah, there. Yeah, you know I mean, you already have those crossovers that yeah. he's using to to really in, you know, ingrain itself in the entire D C universe. They said it, it up at the very
1: beginning. The 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 wig is a first strike force, and the society is about family and tradition.
3: And the community. the yeah. community. Yeah. it not it funny, because they changed the name from Justice Society to League, because they're like, that's not action-oriented enough, and Johns is using society as its strength and saying, no, this is the community of superheroes yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. going from the its beginnings it's more to its than future. Just, it's more than yeah. just a
2: team. Right, and, know, and, yeah, and, uh, and a, a, I want to see more real to family. Yeah. Exactly, yeah, it's, it's <laughs> the community. Sandy's one of my favorite characters oh, absolutely. when I started uh, rereading reading comics the second time when he was in jsa yep and i, I want to see more about why he's become such an obviously disturbed person by uh, what's happening to yep. him yeah great series
1: all right um as a, a little uh, a little preview to this thursday's episode i actually didn't Picked this book because of our upcoming guest. Uh, I picked it because it was good, and that is uh, you Mar- are a
2: kiss ass. I am,
1: <laughs> I am. I am. I am coming off as a huge kiss ass. Uh, uh, this Everything is, of Mark course.
2: Guggenheim's done so far.
1: <laughs> Have you read Mark Guggenheim? <laughs> uh, this is uh, Mark I Guggenheim even put, and I even Howard picked... Chaikin's, uh The uh, Blight, and uh, it's issue number six, uh, obviously from Marvel Comics, and uh, I. Really didn't want to like the new Blade series. I didn't need a new series to pick up.
0: It's, We're massive. Are you racist?
1: Like, <laughs> yes, I hate vampires. He <laughs> <laughs> yes, is a hard <laughs> way of <to fight> vampires. <laughs> oh my God! Yeah. No, <laughs> I
0: don't it's, like them. Know, I don't Blade, agree with it. No, I know what you
1: mean. Blade is a character that you know, and we talk about this on Thursday, so I don't want to. I don't want to um, uh, spoil it for for folks, but you know, you you had brought it up that. Blade is very popular in movies and, and more pop culture than it seems in comic books.
0: I think actually Tom
1: brought that up. Oh, was it you, Tom? Okay. Yeah. Um, Thank you.
0: I don't want to take credit for something I didn't know.
1: And, and as a comic Blade doesn't really interest me that much. But I really like Guggenheim's work on, on Wolverine and, and everything else that he's done. So you know, And Howard Chaykin. You, you have to love Chaykin. Um, and so I started picking it up and... And John has talked about this. What is great about the Blade series is that they're all self-contained stories. You get a beginning, middle, and end in every issue. But you also get a lot of other nuggets of uh, history pieces of stories that that add into an overall um, story. So you're starting to build up a Blade mythology that is largely provided in these great flashback scenes. That Chaykin's art in these flashback scenes is... This is Chaykin's strongest work art-wise that he's doing right now, in my opinion.
3: Well, I think it's his strongest of late. Yeah. But, and what I'll say too is I, I agree with you. I think this book. I think they knew from issue one that they were going to be they were going to be living on borrowed, borrowed time. Yeah. And because of that, they wanted to. This is my congestion coming up. Uh, <laughs> they, that they, they wanted. Yeah, they wanted to format it so that hey, listen, if you're interested in this, you can jump in on any issue. You're not going to be lost. And it's a wonderful story, and it's nice to see that guys can knock out great twenty-two page stories that matter. And I,
0: and I also mm-hmm. think, and and uh, Mr. Guggenheim talked about it in our interview with him a bit, is, is that, you know, when you look at the history of that character, it's very convoluted and open ended. I mean, even from the beginning, that character kind of came in as, as a, you know, bit player in the universe. In yeah, you know, mm-hmm, and, yeah. and so and, and and throughout a lot of his appearances in comics. He was used in a way that you know he was never established as a character in his history and his mythology, and I think they really wanted to re-examine all that and reintroduce him as a real part of the Marvel Universe. And I think they've done a really good job, and it really plays into creating a better book because the stories feel you know more evolved and 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 tangible. Then
1: what I like is that they have they have really redefined this character for them. This is different than any other Blade uh-huh. I've read. It's di- way Never different the movie, than the movie. Yeah. It's way yes. different than the TV show. This is is Blade as Mark Ugenheim and Howard Chaikin envision this character. Uh, there is a, a great cast of of backup villains and you know, friends that, that that come around both in the flashbacks and in the in the regular time series.
0: Um, yeah, you've already seen Spider-Man, you've already seen Wolverine. I mean, you've seen Shield, you've seen those characters. You know, it's, yeah. it's very evident that Mar you know, that this Blade is, the Marvel is not. Yeah, you know what I mean. You, you
3: know, my uh if I may, and I could be wrong, and if I am, you guys can make fun of me when it's revealed. Not he's going to be, be Captain Marvel. I think he's wrong. I think he is. I think wrote Blade it. is. No. Ronan? I think Blade is rotted in the new Avengers. Really? And I told Mendes that the other night, and he said nothing, which he, I expected him to say nothing. <laughs> but that's my theory. What about,
0: leads you to that conclusion?
3: Uh, the fact that he's good with sword, the fact that mm-hmm. he's a good martial artist—that's Blade. What's
2: That would blow my and, fucking mind, I John.
3: Remember, <laughs> I remember six months ago, Brian saying Blade in the new Avengers sounds very interesting.
2: Oh, so I would well, shit my pants, You heard it. Literally. Literally, you heard it here first. Would not I would. I would literally shit my pants at work. Does it
0: make sense? uh, Because I haven't read the the newest New Avengers with actually. I think
2: I
1: think the new Ronan is actually um, going to be a woman. I think another the new
3: Ronin No, is he you. wouldn't make that mistake. Yeah, I, I think the new Ronin one.
2: is you, the reader. Well,
3: I also think there's plenty of time if enough of us guess that it's Blade that Brian will switch things over. I hope Blade is around long enough. The the, the monthly book that chicken and Guggenheim are doing, so that it does come through. Because I agree with you, Chris. This is a great series that deserves I, your attention.
1: It's Marvel's Jonah Hex. Yes, that's, that's a very it.
3: good way to look at it. I agree with that.
2: It's it's your crazy theory has now got my mind running in a thousand different directions. <laughs> All right, you know,
3: his whole yo, uh, he actually yo, the new the new uh, Ronan has a brief moment of speaking to Luke Cage It says yo, Cage, blah blah blah, and I'm like, he's oh, obviously oh. a black oh, vampire. Well, I just that, not so much that it was a black <laughs> vampire, but to me that either that definitely crossed off Steve Rogers because I don't see Steve yeah. Rogers yeah. saying yo, maybe he, he would to say hello, man. sir. Yeah, but hello, when it Lewis. comes to
0: Ronan, <laughs> you can't take anything. I mean, because right. You know, who knows what we already it. had. I just am amazed. At, well that's what <laughs> I mean. It's like I'm just amazed he even brought the character back and he's doing a whole nother who is Ronin. It's like Here we
1: didn't go again. we see this song it and dance not, already? You better once. not string I mean, it
0: out for six, eight
1: months because I won't fucking put up with well, it.
3: Well, g- and again, gimmick your aside mom. gimmick <laughs> aside, this is a wonderful book and mm. Jacket is doing very good work, and I know he was thrilled about doing this from the start, and was like, I can't wait to get to blade. That's what probably yeah. told me last
2: song. Would you be disappointed if Ronin's your mom? Uh, everyone all the readers moms what
3: are you doing out here but
2: yeah that's amazing uh Uh, if you're
1: looking for for fun um get in enjoy get out stories blade
0: if you're looking for a good time time, call 1-800-BLAD call tom's mom that's (laughs) nice all right john what do you got
3: uh, one thing I wanted to point out for a quick mention, uh, Candlelight Press sent you guys a, a whole bunch of books. and uh, One of them was this exceptional sci-fi story called And the Sky Turned White by Carter Allen, who did both the art and the story. And I would say if you're a fan of 2001 and Silent Running and those very interesting sci-fi movies of the early 70s, this is a book for you. It's uh, a woman that is off at the edge of the universe in an outpost, uh, is working by herself. Her only companion is a little cute robot and uh, things start to go wrong, and that's all I'll say about it. But it was, I, I think, an excellent graphic novel, uh, a very, again, reminiscent of those kinds of early 70s sci-fi films, and I thought it was incredibly entertaining. Now for my other pick, I, it is a mainstream one, it's uh, Batman 663, Grant Morrison and John Van Fleet. And it's funny, because I was talking, not to name drop, but Jeremy Hahn and I were talking this week. No, not like you ever Jer- name drop, John. Exactly talking to <laughs> Jesus and Muhammad, sure. and uh, they both loved it. The Lord told me, as we were speaking. No, uh, Hahn's like, if I wanted to read an illustrated novel, I would have bought a book. Because if you haven't read this book, it is text with illustrations, as opposed to the usual panel and dialogue comic book. I think it's great. Uh It's a Joker story. It is reminiscent of Arkham Asylum in both John Van Fleet's art and Morrison's uh, storytelling. And I think when this is collected with the this run of Morrison's Batman, it's going to be that same kind of interlude that guys like Denny O'Neill gave us in the past when he would do yeah. a text story mm-hmm. with, with uh, minimal uh, illustrations. And I just think it's kind of a rite of passage of great Batman writers that they have a chance to write a prose story as well as writing a comic book story. And, uh, it's as vertigo of a Batman story as I think you will see in this run, because I think, uh, the descriptions are very graphic. I think, uh, you're getting some very interesting dark characterizations of the Joker that have to be conveyed in prose that I don't think could be conveyed in a comic book and have the same kind of impact. So, uh, I was really pleased with it. I just think it's an excellent story and, uh... You know I've been a fan of this run to begin with, but for those of you who don't like reading books, gee, sorry, suck it up. it's <laughs> It's certainly worth three bucks. I mean, it's it really is, I think a pretty dense story yeah. and I, and I think the the Van Fleet illustrations support it very well. and I, again, I, I would say if you like Darkham Asylum, you'll definitely like this issue.
1: Well, there you go. So you're saying you hate Jeremy Hahn now.
3: No, and I, just know, and I understand. I mean, you know, he represents I mean, a lot of... How do you of, feel about Jeremy Hunt? And as, as soon as he said it, I started laughing. I'm like, I know exactly what you're going to say. And he, was, <laughs> and he was right. I'm like, I know a lot of people feel the same way you do, but
2: uh, it's a good. guy. Hopefully, good. I'll, I'll,
1: hopefully we'll see him in New York. I won't. I won't be there.
2: <laughs> sorry, sorry, John. <laughs> the, the really? Joke. I thought yeah, you I, were I, going. I thought uh, you were going to be there, man. All so.
1: right, guys, that will, uh, that will wrap up uh, Top of the Stack. Um, Uh, Trevor, up in Ontario, we're going to get to your listener top of the stack. I promise. (laughs) Poor Trevor. We're we're just running long today. So uh, Trevor, sent in a top of the stack on uh, Ultimate Fantastic Four. We're going to get to that. uh, Oh, really? Yeah, it's good, good, and we will play it. But that will be uh, on our next uh, News and Reviews episode.
3: Quickly, Sami, thank you very much. Chris Sami sent me a shadow sketch. Very nice. uh, very kind. He told uh, Chris, he's like, hey, I forgot John, which... You know I'm Tim Conway. It's okay. Give it to the okay, regulars. Give it to the Well, had you mean, you mean Dorf doesn't get one. He was <laughs> very, <laughs> he,
1: he was very upset whenever, our, whenever we got we got our cards from Chris and and Tom said what he got and Sal said what he got and I said what I got <clears throat> and then and then John goes and I got a rock.
3: Well, it was that Charlie Brown thing, man. All <laughs> all I got was a rock. man. But now but now we show we, we, we on showed on comics up,
0: didn't we, get anything. We showed off the shadow that John got and and Mark is like. Well, what about me? <laughs>
1: yeah, so, so, Chris, uh, Mark, drawing, Mark wants a uh, Captain America sketch card. I'll, <laughs> I'll you, send you an email. <laughs> Chris Chris Somney, amazing. Check his uh, stuff out at Uh, uh Okay, guys. I um, want to ask you to help us spread the Around Comics love. There is a few different ways that you can do that. You can take us up on our listener LCS Challenge. You can go to the website and download our flyer. Put that up in your local comic shop with permission of the owner or manager there, and we will mention you and the shop on the show. You can also become our virtual friend at Comic Space. That's comicspacecom slash aroundcomics. You love the virtual friend part, don't you?
2: Tom? I think it always makes me laugh. Chuckle. It makes Hi. me chuckle a little bit. Virtual friend. You can uh, all give, my friends are virtual.
1: <laughs> you can give us a dig at dig. dot com, or you can do my personal favorite, the iTunes music review. We didn't uh, we didn't have any new frappers this week. Is that right? Let's go back. Yeah, there in was time. No, new,
0: no new frappers. But but week. I wanted to, where I, are you frapper people? I you wanted to
1: mention a couple people that had um uh frapper mapped us in the past. Uh, first is the Quiet Panologist at Work guys uh, from Ashford, they're England. They're very
2: English and they're very funny. They're very funny, but the thing is, I, I don't know what bangers and mash is. <laughs> yeah, sausage and
4: potatoes. I don't know.
2: Is it sausage and potatoes? I don't now understand. You know. And all go. the w- lorries The difference and lifts. Between chips and, and crisps. And I took the lift down to the lorry, and I'm just standing there going, I don't understand what's going on. Just Did I need to read a previous cigarette issue? Cigarette. Yeah, cigarette. Fag- oh, that makes so much. Tell Tim Hardaway, yeah, yeah. That makes. Yeah, all right, explain that to him. <laughs> Tim Hardaway hates cigarettes. Yours. I don't understand the English, and they're confusing. One of
1: the things I love about the the penologist guys is don't that don't understand English. What what we, <laughs> do, <laughs> with, what we do with really bad comic books? We just put them, you know, in our bags and boards and forget about them. They like read them in the bathtub. That, that's how they that's how
2: they punish the bad. Comic I enjoy books. the idea that the English only take baths, that they don't know about sho- <laughs> showers. <laughs> nice. I only take a bath. So anyway, just S- fucking the
1: panologists yeah. have been uh, <laughs> a, have been our favorite perform, As has uh, Monica Gallagher. Uh, I wanted to mention her because I checked out her site, which is lipstick dot
2: com. Don't really,
1: it's uh, poison.
3: I live by that uh, idiom. There you eat go. Your lipstick.
1: Uh, Monica is actually a very talented uh, cartoonist. You can check out. <laughs> it would be better than lip your eat stick. <laughs> lip your eat. <lips. laughs> nice. You can check out her her work at your lipstick dot com. Um, so. Uh, uh, thank you for Monica. Uh,
2: Tom. Uh, what do you want me to talk who about? Who watches you? We <laughs> no, 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 did, did that, man. That, man. All right, never mind. We're going to talk about a website. A website called AroundComics.com. And what do they have to offer? A lot. It's your source for the best in comic book news, reviews, and opinions. While you're there, please take a minute to <laughs> fill out our listener survey. No. It's not there anymore. <laughs> Don't read that one. And line. if you did, you are a sucker because we didn't even pay attention. We, uh, I paid attention. Sort of. 99% of it was positive. So I, wish I, you, I wish more of you. I wish more of you would have been negative.
0: <laughs> so, so most
2: of this announcement that I'm reading doesn't matter. Well, just and so anyway. everyone
0: is aware, we post the next week's topic on Tuesdays at our forum at www.aroundcomics.com. This Thursday, you can hear our discussion with creator Mark Guggenheim. The following week, we're going to have all of our New York Comic-Con. It's free, so what do you want? Thank you again to Borders. Borders is your source for the best original graphic novels, manga, hardcovers, trade paperback collections, and more. Not only will you find exactly what you are looking for, you'll discover new and unexpected authors and series. While you're at Borders, don't forget to check out their huge selection of music, movies, and magazines. Borders isn't just a bookstore. It has everything you need for your comics culture lifestyle. Calendars. Google Borders yeah. for a valuable coupon. And always remember to check Borders first. To find a store near you, go to www.bordersstores.com. Oh, we are man. proud
1: members of the Comics Podcast Network. Find more great podcasts at comicspodcasts.com. I right, thank everyone for joining us today, John. Always
3: a pleasure to have you in here thank for an episode. Pleasure, oh, good. Uh, Anything cool coming up on uh, Word Blown? Oh, tons of cool things coming up. <laughs> uh, Jay Farber is uh, Farber is already up there, and uh, new edition of the Bendis tapes will be coming up uh, very nice. soon. And uh, Greg Rucka debrief post New York Comic Con. So debrief. That's <laughs> what <De-brief. laughs> so we call it the Rucka debrief, where the we de- th- yes, where we Nice. Hey, have his ass there for everyone to see. We're
2: having a we're having a hug off. With Rucka? Yeah. That's anyone. True. Anyone who wants. I mean, so I'm not. Just not actually, uh, John, we're working on an exclusive with Greg while we're in. <laughs> an, York, exclusive.
0: Oh, an exclusive.
3: <laughs> Let's talk this shit out, well, man. You're going to have a live conversation. Mine will just be on the phone with him. <laughs>
2: all right. Well, uh, he's not talking to us. He's just coming to sign. Oh, so yeah, well, yeah he's, he's not going to. F- he deal. won't speak. That's the deal. The yeah. deal is we have to stand five feet away from. Head him. is yeah, at down. All times. Head
3: is up. Do not speak to me. Exactly. <laughs>
2: I, have, I have to be fifty feet
3: away from
0: him.
1: <laughs> There's a restraining yeah, order. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how law. do you know the name of
3: my cat? <laughs> <laughs> You're crazy. I have a sandbaggers for you. All
1: right, guys. Have uh, a have a fantastic couple days. Check back. On Thursday for a really fun talk with uh, Mark Guggenheim, Guggenheim. Uh, we've got all of all those (laughs) all those flash questions will be answered. We promise. In the meantime, in between time, (laughs) we'll be everywhere, (laughs) in and around around comics. comics.
0: Bringing you the very best news, reviews, and opinions in and around comics. Around Comics is a Pipe Dream production. Copyright 2007. All rights reserved.
4: Love you, yeah. Why you got my love and let me alone?